Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Gary Cohen. How are you doing, Gary? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> I am hanging out in Minneapolis. And thanks. It is such, so lovely to be here with you. I, um, oh, I'm thrilled uh, with even with our um, quick introduction before the call. It's just uh, chemistry. I can tell. Wonderful. Same here. Same here. We already talked uh, as we as if we have met uh, years and years ago, right? <laughs> totally. Wonderful. Gary Cohen of CO2 Partners specializes in growing organizations by elevating leaders. Gary is one of the most in-demand coaches for entrepreneurs and CEOs in the U.S. And I think your mission to grow organizations by elevating leaders is remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Gary. <laughs> I'm totally looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Okay, so uh, first things first, um, I want to know who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? You know, a lot of companies look for personas, but we found that looking at the mindset of, of um our target audience was better for us. And we we labeled it the achievist coming out of spiral dynamics. And we see the achievist as somebody who's kind of, um, they know what they want. They want to go after it um, with vigor. They also don't believe that it has to be all them. Like they think that there might be somebody out there who has figured it out, the, the this, and they're looking for the this. And um, we see ourselves as playing that part for them. I understand. So it is an interesting perspective uh, to look for, um, yeah, much more than just a persona. And I guess, and but, you know, we all make mistakes. So what are common mistakes they make when trying to solve that kind of problem? I think we see it as... Um, They're challenged by complexity, you know. So what happens is as the organization grows larger, you know, if you think of two people, it's already a complex relationship, but it's one that you can navigate. And you you certainly do that extremely well um, with partners. And so it's like, so now think of the three people and then four people and then eight and then 50 and then 100, right? So As we add more and more people, the complexity of the business becomes overwhelming. And there's a sense of overwhelm for them. Like they feel like they need to have all the answers and be um, knowledgeable about all things. And I think that's one of the mistakes that they, it, too much self reliance. Are you just, um, you know, talking about relationships, which is uh, uh, essential, I think, to any business as, you know, I, I don't recall who it uh, wrote, but there's this uh, study, I think Malcolm Gladwell also made, was it, uh, who's talking about, you can just manage up to, I think the number was 150 close relationships beyond yeah, that. The, the, it's right? called the Dunbar number. 
Oh, here um, we go. Yeah, the Dunbar number, and it it I think the the range was uh, 100 to 250, depending upon your ability to hold uh, um, in your active working memory all those people, and you just start thinking about it, and you go, you put your relatives, you put your best friends, you put people from your past, right, all the family members, and all of a sudden you're pretty close to 100 pretty easily. So then you start adding to that. And in fact, when we were in the call center business, which was my first business, we grew to like 2,200 people. Um, we found that the call centers that operated best were about 100 to 150 people because the management of it was easy. But as soon as we started exploding that out, you know, one of our call centers got to 500 people and you needed all the staff to manage the complexity that came with it because you couldn't just hold it in your head. Now, I think this is also the reason why the overwhelm comes uh, is settling in when you have uh, these leaders, uh, companies kind of like uh, up to uh, to in the ten thousands or so. But the fair thing, yeah, it it it's quite remarkable um, how they do that. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it is. <laughs> All right. So before I ask Gary, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something to our audience. So if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Gary, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that kind of issue? Well, I'm a little biased. I wrote a book called Just Ask Leadership. and What I learned in doing it was that people stumbled upon asking questions um, in their career as they were moving up the organization um, or as they were growing their or own organization. And they get to a point in which um, their knowledge is not enough. And all of a sudden they flip from, um, uh, I think it's like, telling to asking, right? There's just a switch that happens and it happens by chance. Uh, I Of the hundred and plus leaders that I spoke to when I interviewed people, only one, and it was a father and son I interviewed. One was the youngest CEO of a Fortune 500 at that time ever, which was like Toro, Toro the, the um, lawn folks. And uh, the son was running Select Comfort, the bed company, um, sleep number. And um, both of them were very clear about asking questions was a primary tool in their arsenal as a leader. Everybody else just stumbled into it. It was, it was crazy. Um, Five-star generals that I interviewed, to entrepreneurs. Uh, Jay Peterman was one of the people I interviewed, the, the guy from Seinfeld, the real one. And, um, he, you know, they, they all came to it by accident. And so I think that when you think about it as, as you're going through this transition, think about if you got there about 10 years sooner, right? And you started asking more and telling less in your trajectory, how much more effective you would be at engaging people, motivating people, and uh, 
um, driving people based upon what they think is the right thing, not what you think is right. Wow, thank you for sharing these uh, beautiful insights here, Gary. This is amazing. Um, so next question is, what is one valuable free resource? I want to give you the platform uh, that you can direct people to, to get to know you, but also to help uh, with uh, these kinds of issues. Yeah, so when um, when I was doing the book, um, which was quite a number of years ago, I, I hired um, the people who helped build Wilson Learning's uh, um, assessment model and then on styles. And I hired somebody who worked with Covey um, to build their 360 and Boston Scientific to build their leadership model. And uh, in working with them, we came up with this tool that we call peak leadership assessment. And it can be taken as an individual or um, in a 360. I'd recommend 360. But when I did it, it was definitely, a, I'm, I want to monetize this. And then I realized I did not want to do the work to monetize it. So we offer it for free. Um, anybody can take it and they can come on um, to our website. And I believe we've included the links to that. And with it, what's really interesting is, and it dawned on me once when I was giving a speech, which was we, we break it down so you can see what style you are in asking questions. And, um, and what's interesting about this is if you think if your style represents 25% of the possible questions you could ask, what does that mean alternatively? You're missing out on 75%. And that's what we find, that people, by their nature, just in the environment they grew up in, ask questions a certain way. I am an innovator in, in this style, which means I look for perspective and action immediately. Like, how are we going to get that done, right? That would be, like, so natural for me. And what isn't as natural is the judge, which is evaluation and knowledge. And my business partner happened to be this, right? So he'd ask questions like, what are the three things we could have done differently? Right? Very different style of questions. But as you start to explore it, unlike a Myers-Briggs or a DISC or any of those tools, um, you're not locked in. You're trained in. So you can also train yourself out of it and broaden the range of questions that you have. And so this tool helps you see that. The other um, part of the tool is it gives you an indexing number to say, how good are you at asking questions? And really what it's measuring is your readiness. How much are you willing to let go of your own knowing about something? And the other piece is how much do you trust the other person? Because why bother asking a question to somebody if you don't believe their answer? Right? Well, I can't. Yeah, this is, this is amazing. I can't wait to get uh, my hands on that. <laughs> I, I wonder why I didn't check it out already. So, of course, we'll put the <laughs> link in the show description, uh, Gary. And thank you for sharing this beautiful uh, tool. It's uh, It sounds amazing. So, this is a really a great asset to have because question is well of course you know as a coach of course you you're used to to ask questions uh, but uh to get to connect it with what you just shared is um, uh, is uh, it 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 just uh intensified my perspective or gave me an, another 
um, perspective to look at it. So thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> Wonderful. So here's another question for you. What's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Um, it's one that I keep bumping into, and it's how do you get others to be accountable? Uh, it seems to be a thing that through the ages, like I remember when I was a young manager, it was the question that I kept asking and I'd read all the books about it. And today it, it seems to be a common question that I get asked by my clients. That's a very good one. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> All right. So this brings me to my final question already. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Okay. So when I, you sent these questions ahead and when I read that one, I'm like, oh my God, that's a tough question. And then I'm like, no, it isn't. It just landed on me. My daughter um, got married last summer in Zurich to a Swiss boy, Lino. Love him. Love her. And I just, it, it just struck me. It was like, um, um, it just overwhelmed me um, with um, joy and um, tears um, seen. And it was such a small wedding. COVID was going on, right? So there were like, I think 17 of us at, at this wedding um, in a park. And it was beautiful. And I was just overwhelmed by it. Dumbstruck is what I was looking for the word. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, this is an amazing goosebumps moment. And, you know, if I might say, you know, you don't have to have another daughter to create another goosebumps moment. Let's, let's put it that way. So it's I true, but I am lucky because I have another daughter. Well, here we go. <laughs> well, you can switch between the two, but you don't have to marry them to, you know, other people. No, no. <laughs> Sure. There, there's, there's room for improvement. Let's, let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I love it. Thank you, Gary, for sharing this beautiful goosebumps moment. And also thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Thank you for your time today. It's been a pleasure. Oh, it was my pleasure too. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.